It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Good morning and welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company that provides life-changing nutrition education and counseling. I am Brittany Thomas, a registered and licensed dietitian, and I see clients out of the Nutritional Weight and Wellness St. Paul, Minnesota office and Lakeville offices, as well as teach a variety of classes throughout the metro. So today I have a question for you. Do you want to strengthen your immune system? I'm sure everybody listening is saying, yes, of course. Why wouldn't I? So what comes to mind when you think about strengthening your immune system? Many of you might be thinking things like vitamin C to prevent the cold or flu. Well, today we're going to be talking about how your immune system affects your long-term health and how you can strengthen your immune system. And you might start to think of this as a daily practice and more of a mindset to eat to support your immune function. So before we get more into today's topic, let me introduce our co-host today. I'm lucky to be joined with Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor, and Kate sees clients in our North Oaks, Minnesota office, as well as teaches classes too. Good morning, Kate. Well, good morning, Brittany. It's good to be on the radio with you. It is. So, Kate, tell me how you became so committed to strengthening your immune system. Well, 20-some years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer, and it was then that I actually started seeking knowledge and help for ways to boost my immune system. At the time, I really wasn't thinking, oh, what do I need to do for my immune system? Mm -hmm. It was more like, how do I not make this happen anymore? Um. So I had to ask myself, you know, well, how did this happen? What was going on? Some 20 years ago, I met Dara, the founder and head of Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and she helped me develop an eating plan. Never really thought that what I was eating was affecting my immune system, but she helped me develop this eating plan that did not tax my immune system. It was a diet that actually gave me energy. It helped me to sleep. Mm -hmm got rid of my depression. It was a diet that didn't set me up for sinus infections and bronchitis and pneumonia that had occurred so often in my 20s and 30s and 40s. And little did I know at the time that all that bread I was eating was creating inflammation in my Mm -hmm. body. Now, we know that inflammation is one of the first signs your immune system is working hard. And all the foods that I ate at the time turned to sugar. The pasta that I ate... Mm -hmm. The bread, the carrots, the granola, you know the list. Yep. And that sugar was inflaming me too. So that's when my commitment to supporting my immune system started. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Kate. And sure. I know our listeners really appreciate hearing our personal stories. And there's probably some listeners out there that can really relate to you. It probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so we want to start thinking about the big picture of strengthening your immune system. 
to help to support that long-term health to prevent cancer, autoimmune conditions, fibromyalgia, diabetes, even Alzheimer's. And yes, all of those diseases are linked back to our immune system. Yeah, and boy, we know the frequency of the asthma or hay fever, allergies, or or these autoimmune conditions are all conditions that are linked to the immune system. And these conditions are increasing in number. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Kate, can you explain what an autoimmune disease is? You know, it's so we hear a lot of that term, but I don't think people understand what that means. Well, it's tough. Um, It's a good point, Brittany. So if you've got an autoimmune disease, it simply means your immune system is attacking healthy cells in your body by mistake. So let's use the example of Hashimoto's. That's the autoimmune condition that affects your thyroid. So if you've got Hashimoto's, your body's immune system is over-responding and attacking your thyroid because it thinks the cells in your thyroid are a foreign invader. So basically, your immune system gets very confused and starts destroying healthy cells. That's kind of what an autoimmune Mm -hmm. disease is. So some other common autoimmune conditions include rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, Crohn's disease, Kate mentioned Hashimoto's, Graves' disease, celiac disease, and even type 1 diabetes. And autoimmune diseases affect up to 50 million Americans, according to the Autoimmune-Related Diseases Association. You know, and we see clients nearly every day that have some kind of autoimmune disease. And the other thing that I notice is often these diseases run in families. Mm -hmm. So I know of families where the women have Hashimoto's, that disease of the thyroid. But the men might have alopecia, you know, the autoimmune disease where you lose your hair, even your eyebrows. Yep. Yeah, that that is true. We really do see a lot of that nowadays. But by focusing on strengthening the immune system, we can stop the body from attacking those healthy tissues or prevent that from even happening in the first place. That would be the ideal. Yes. Yeah. You know, another great radio show on Dishing Up Nutrition that aired on March 5th with special guest Dr. Terry Walls discusses how she uses nutrition to support the immune system. And often she puts multiple sclerosis into remission, just using healthy nutrition. So possibly if you or a family member has MS, it would be a good idea to listen to that. And you can listen to it from the Dishing Up Nutrition app. You can find it on iTunes. Or you can go to our website, weightandwellness.com, and click on radio shows. Well, and it's, I mean, it's so frightening to me how prevalent these these conditions are really... Mm-hmm. Becoming, mm-hmm. but what gives me some peace of mind is that we have a lot more control than we thought we did over whether or not we develop any of these diseases. So research is actually showing that for most chronic diseases, ninety percent of it is caused by nutrition, lifestyle habits, and our environment, while only ten percent is from our genetics. Wait a second here. You better mm-hmm. repeat that, or maybe I will. Um, that's really important information. It's very powerful. 90% of these chronic diseases are caused by n- faulty nutrition mm-hmm. or lifestyle habits like not sleeping enough or maybe not exercising or smoking. Yeah. 
or something in the environment. 90% of them caused by those issues, while only 10% are from our genetics. So that even if you've got a gene for some disease, that gene has to get turned on before you get the disease. So your nutrition, your lifestyle, all is going to impact whether or not that gene gets turned on. So, Kate, you you talked about earlier how you made that commitment to eating real foods in balance to strengthen your immune system and to prevent any diseases in the future. Exactly. You know, um, it's, it's really just become a daily mindset for me. It's kind of an attitude. It becomes a habit, Mm -hmm. um, but it's also a choice I make. So what does that mean? You know, well, it means that daily I choose to eat foods that don't burden my immune system. Um, And I eat foods that are actually going to strengthen it. And I try to choose those. Well, well, you know, how did I get committed to this? You know, for me, I just feel better when I do that. I think more clearly and I've got more energy than I did, say, 20 years ago. And more importantly, I'm not sick all the time Mm -hmm. with colds and flus and sinus infections and strep like I was earlier in my life. But, you know, my commitment to support my immune system comes out of fear, you know, fear of getting sick, fear of being really sick again. And more importantly, it comes out of power, like you had mentioned, Mm -hmm. Brittany wanting to do what I can to improve my chances of remaining healthy. That's why I choose to do it. Well, and I think that that's so important to say is doing what you can, because there's some things that we don't have control over, but there's a lot of things that we do have control over. Exactly. So really making the most out of out of that. And as a woman with PCOS, I am three times more likely to have Hashimoto's than other women. That's an interesting statistic. (laughs) And Hashimoto's is that autoimmune thyroid condition that Kate explained earlier. And I have many clients with that, and I want to do whatever I can to prevent that from ever happening. And so I, again, it's become a mindset. I just eat real food every day, and it's become, you know, a habit, which makes it easier and I make those healthy lifestyle choices to prevent the Hashimoto's, but also just to be healthy in general and prevent any other chronic diseases. So Brittany, when you ask your clients or even class members what their long-term goals are, what do they say? A lot of people say they want to prevent chronic disease and they just want to live a long, healthy life. And a lot of them have seen you know, maybe their dad or their mom or other loved ones go through possibly, you know, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and they want to do whatever they can to prevent that. And so it's very motivating for people. You know, it's, you know, maybe every day you just need to remind yourself mm-hmm. that eating real food in balance will strengthen your immune system and promote long-term health. Soon, you know, just like Brittany said, it becomes a habit. Yeah. And um, then it becomes easier. Yep. All right. I think it is a good time for our first break already. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. 
So do you or someone you know take over-the-counter allergy or sleep medication? Mm -hmm. A lot of my clients. You're saying yes. (laughs) Well, you may want to listen up because a recent study published in JAMA Neurology in April 2016 showed a link between this common class of drugs and dementia. So some of these drugs include Benadryl, Dramamine, Advil PM, and Unison. And this study was unique because it actually looked at brain imaging that showed lower brain metabolism and higher brain shrinking. Ooh. And individuals scored lower on memory tests. Very scary. Yeah. And again, I don't know about you, Kate, but I see people almost every day that mm-hmm. take these types of mm-hmm. type of medication. So stay tuned because Kate will share some natural ways to decrease your allergies. And if you have questions for us today, we would love to hear from you. Call 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're here today talking about how to strengthen your immune system and how to develop a commitment to do so. I'm Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor, and I'm here with Brittany Thomas, who's a registered dietitian. Before break, Brittany shared a recent study that revealed some common allergy medicines like Benadryl or Dramamine, Advil PM, and those insomnia mm-hmm. meds were linked to dementia. So if you suffer from allergies, I'd suggest one thing first out of the blocks, and that is eliminate dairy. Dairy, things like milk and yogurt and cheese and cottage cheese, increases mucus production. Now, that can contribute to a stuffy nose and post-nasal drip right out, right away. Mm-hmm. If there's more mucus in your nose, there's more that the pollens can stick to. So we also have a really interesting article on our website, and our website is weightandwellness.com, called A Sinus Sufferer's Guide to Supplements. It would be really beneficial if you suffer from these allergies to refer to it. It's a quick and easy little article that we've written on how to help yourself. Now, if you strengthen your immune system, though, your allergies will probably decrease in severity and possibly go away completely. Mm -hmm. That's the good news. Absolutely. So during the break, we did have a caller with a question. And the question was, is Hashimoto's curable? And the answer to that is, it's not curable, but you can put it into remission which would mean that those antibodies or um, the amount that your body is attacking itself essentially will go down and go away. Yep. So if if you are one of those 50 million Americans (laughs) with an autoimmune disease, again, even more reason to make this commitment to eating real foods to strengthening your immune system because you can put put that into remission. Yep. So once you've made that commitment to strengthen your immune system and promote long-term health, and for some people it's to prevent those diseases like maybe the breast cancer your mom had or the rheumatoid arthritis your grandma had, what's the next step, Kate? Well, you know, I think that's really an important question because the next thing I always ask is, What's stressing your Mm -hmm. immune system? 
So instead of always thinking about what supplement can I slap down my throat to boost my immune system, I always suggest that you think about what foods you might be eating right now that are stressing your immune system. So what foods are lowering your immune function? I think that is a completely different way of looking at it. <laughs> Probably. When <laughs> yeah. there's two important nutrition factors that I think of right away that are decreasing people's immune function. Too much sugar, yep. processed food, yes. and unknown food sensitivities. Well, you know, I think those two relate to so many mm-hmm. people. So let's start with the first one that you mentioned, Brittany, sugar. You know, we've known for over 40 years that sugar decreases the immune function. Now, you and I know that, but yep. maybe others don't. Yep. Uh, well, the Loma Linda University Medical Center conducted a study back in 1973 to observe the effect of sugar ingestion upon um, immune activity. And the subjects in the study ingested 100 grams of sugar, and the researchers measured how the immune system responded. And they found that for five hours after the ingestion of 100 grams of sugar, the immune cells were significantly weakened. Okay, so you were a little defenseless mm-hmm. after all that sugar. So some of you might be thinking, well, a hun- whoa, 100 grams of sugar, that's a lot. I never eat that. Yeah. Um, but it does add up quicker than you realize. So let me explain. A 16-ounce Coke has 52 grams of sugar or maybe 13 teaspoons of sugar. And then if you drank that and ate your bag of Skittles, which has about 46 grams of sugar or 12 teaspoons, right there you've got about 98 grams close to the 100 Mm -hmm. grams the study was talking about. And by eating that and drinking that, that Pepsi, you've lowered your immune function for five hours. So entering that kindergarten room with all those runny noses and coughs and dirty hands after eating your Coke and Skittles for your lunch may not be maybe all it takes for you to get that hacking cough, that high temperature or the flu, because you've actually put your immune system into a pause mode Mm -hmm. kind of after all that sugar. Wow. And I I don't think it's uncommon for people to grab an afternoon pick-me-up from the vending machine, and it's usually pop and candy and not like an apple and a cheese stick. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Something sugary. Yeah. I love what Robert Crayon, who wrote Nutrition Made Simple, says. What kryptonite is to Superman is what sugar is to your immune system. Sugar weakens the immune system for five hours. That's a great quote. Yeah. So how careful do you really need to be to have a fully functioning immune system? Well, there's a difference between having pop and candy every day or a mocha and muffin every day and having that occasional cookie or mocha. It's probably okay to have that occasional Mm -hmm. cookie or bowl of ice cream, but it shouldn't be the regular occurrence because eating these high sugar foods over time is going to have a a strong negative impact on your immune immune function. Remember, sugar slows up your immune Mm -hmm. system. Well, I have had a sweet tooth all my life, Uh and uh, I grew up loving baked goods, cookies, brownies, the whole kit and caboodle. And now I I don't have them very often, 
But as a part of my immune strengthening mindset, I actually picture what would happen inside my body if I chose to eat that birthday cake in front of me. So I see all this sugar just flooding into my blood and I picture the cells being really confused because they don't know what to do with all that, that sugar. sugar. Yeah. And then I picture every part of my immune system just kind of slowing down. There you go. And once I think about that, it is a lot easier for me to say no. I mean, I am not perfect, but having that visual really helps. Exactly. You know, so the next time maybe you're faced with donuts at the office, think about how all that sugar will weaken your defense system. That's your immune system. And maybe it'll be a little easier to say Mm no. This is part of the mindset of strengthening your immune system to promote that long-term health and prevent disease. I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. I think it's about that time to take a break here. So we uh, need to take another break. Do you want to lose weight but don't know and don't want to go on another diet? Well, I've got the perfect thing for you. Nutrition for Weight Loss classes provide you with education and support and a way of eating that's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is having this Summer of Success sale on the Nutrition for Weight Loss classes. So what's that mean? You get $75 off any of the Nutrition for Weight Loss classes that start in June, July, or August. Now, the June classes starting this upcoming week are in Wyzetta, St. Paul, Mendota Heights, Lakeville, and Eden Prairie. Each class is about an hour long for 12 weeks. And the series also includes a two-hour consultation with myself or Brittany or any of the other nutritionists so we can put together an individualized eating plan just for you. After finishing up the Nutrition for Weight Loss class, one person said this, I used to have a hard time breathing and I haven't had that issue in 10 weeks. I have my memory back and I'm super excited. You just may have saved my life. Now, that's a pretty potent statement. Yes, it is. If you want to sign up for that Nutrition for Weight Loss class, why don't you call our office at 651-699-3438 for more information or to sign up. If you've got a question for us today in the studio, call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I am here today talking about strengthening your immune system, and I'm Brittany Thomas, a registered dietitian, and I am here with Kate Crosby today. So do you want to learn how to eat to promote overall health? Who doesn't, right? Yeah. (laughs) The weight and wellness class would be the perfect choice for you. A recent graduate from the class said everyone Even those that are eating healthy can walk away from these classes having learned something that will help them move forward towards better health. Ooh, that's a great one. It is. So take advantage of the early bird discount. If you sign up before June 11th, you'll get $50 off. And the Weight and Wellness series has lots of fabulous information, and it really takes a look into the science behind what's happening in your body. And classes start... The week of June 20th in Woodbury, Eden Prairie, and St. Paul. So you can call 651-699-3438 for more information or to sign up. Perfect. You know, Brittany, we've got a caller here. 
Why don't we take this? Um, Renda, you have a question about magnesium? I do, and I'm not sure if it's, you know, you were talking about immune system and allergies and all this, but my body has just been so sore and achy and tight this past week. I'm wondering if maybe I need to supplement with some magnesium. I've heard um, some of the nutritionists talk about that before. Well, sometimes that is exactly what you need, but I guess I would also be asking you, what are you doing and what are you eating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so well, magnesium. I eat very well. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, I said I do eat very well. I am a, actually I am a uh, health coach and personal trainer, and sometimes the stuff escapes me. I'm like I I can't even help myself right now. Um, sometimes it's so, hard to yes. look at what you're doing. Yeah, personally. Right. Um, and I, then it and I don't know if it relates to like the menstrual cycle too, because I feel I. Sometimes see a little correlation with aches and pains yes. and that time of the month. Very often I, I encourage uh, women to take more magnesium close to their period. Mm-hmm. So okay. that and might is there be. a form of... Yes, magnesium of glycinate usually is the one okay. that I would recommend. Um, and, okay. And um, it's absorbed very well. It's kind of magical how well it, it works. Is, really. um, okay. So... The, uh, that's what I would recommend, and we sell one, um, magnesium glycinate. It's 100 milligrams per tablet. Okay. Um, so, I hope that helps you. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you. So, before the break, we were talking about sugar and how sugar decreases the immune function. But what foods are going to strengthen our immune system? Good question, because this is important. Mm-hmm. So protein, things like meat or fish or eggs, several times a day, it's critical to your immune system. You know, 20 years ago, I ate very little meat. Um, so my immune system was starving, basically, and it didn't have much strength or much oomph. Because what you may not know is that the antibodies that help fight off diseases in our body are actually made out of protein. So protein also contains the immune-boosting nutrient, zinc. So, Kate, how much protein do you eat every day? (laughs) (laughs) I probably eat quite a bit. Um, I can eat, you know, 14 ounces a day. Now, people might be saying, what? What's she talking about? A couple steaks a day? Mm -hmm. And no, I don't eat it in, you know, one sitting or two sittings. I portion it out and have it throughout the day. So what that might look like is a couple of eggs and sausage for breakfast would be my source of protein. Of course, I eat vegetables and, you know, mm-hmm. cook them in butter. But later on in the day, I might have a protein shake made from um, a protein powder that I like right now is dynamic paleo protein that we have in our office. At lunch, I might have four ounces of chicken in a big salad. Then I have another snack in the afternoon, a couple of meat sticks along with a piece of fruit. And then at dinner, I'll eat another four or five ounces of salmon or something. So throughout the day, mm-hmm. I'm constantly giving myself protein, which is the fuel and the building blocks yes. for my immune system. But not all protein is created equal. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> so you should be getting your protein from animal sources. Like Kate mentioned, meat, eggs, fish, because those types of proteins support your immune function the best. Absolutely. But, you know, along with eating protein, lots of vegetables are going to strengthen your immune system as well. Nine cups of non-starchy veg, that's what we recommend. 
things like green beans or broccoli and cauliflower, maybe some spinach and kale. That's what we want you to mm-hmm. shoot for. And I know nine cups sounds overwhelming. Yes. But by getting a variety of vegetables each day, you're actually getting a variety of nutrients as well. And those vegetables contain phytonutrients, which are particularly beneficial to help to protect against cancer. They also contain vitamin C, which, you know, we all know is important for Mm -hmm. immune function. But there are other vitamins that help with immune function. Vitamin A and E, they're also found in vegetables and they're important for building that strong immune system. So, Kate, can you repeat again <laughs> that optimal amount? Because people might think they heard that wrong. <laughs> yeah, seven to nine cups of non-starchy vegetables in a day is what you're aiming for. Yeah, I know people are like, wow, how am I ever going to eat that much? <laughs> so how do we do that? Well, I always recommend adding vegetables to foods that you're already eating. For instance, if you're eating eggs in the morning... What vegetables could you see yourself adding to your eggs? I personally love adding broccoli and spinach to my eggs. So by doing that, I can easily start the day with two cups of veggies. There you go. You know, some people like adding kale or spinach Mm -hmm. to a protein shake. That increases your veggie intake. That's a great idea. And I always have raw veggies around (laughs) to add to my snacks. So my go-tos are cucumber, jicama, and peppers. And if you've never had jicama before, I highly, highly recommend it. It's got a really good crunch, but it's slightly sweet, too. And kind of a hard apple texture. Yes. It's one of my it, favorites. Me, too. Sometimes when I'm eating my vegetables, I think about all the nutrients I'm getting from them and how they're helping to strengthen my immune function. I find thinking about that makes me want to eat even more vegetables. Mm-hmm. So we talked about how sugar weakens your immune function and how protein and vegetables are going to strengthen your immune function. But Kate, we mentioned earlier that those unknown food sensitivities are a huge stressor to to your immune system. Well, I know for me that eliminating foods that I'm sensitive to really help to strengthen my immune system. So two important ones that I needed to eliminate were gluten and dairy. Now, gluten, you know, I was a breadaholic, so I ate it all the Mm -hmm. time. And by eliminating that, uh, I saw a lot of changes, particularly with my immune system and my mood. Wow. But I also had a lot of sinus infections. So I had to stop eating the cheeses, the yogurts. I never drank much milk, but I loved those cheeses. And, you know, cottage cheese was my go-to protein. So once I stopped eating them, my sinuses cleared up, and interestingly enough, I had a lot of energy. Yes. It, it, you know, I've seen so many people that have had the same drastic improvements. Yeah. It's so, fun. It is fun. And it, and it happens very quickly, too. So can you explain what a food sensitivity even is? Well, yeah, if you're sensitive to a food, then that means that every time you're eating it, you're creating an immune response. Your immune system and cells try to protect you from these perceived enemies. You know, I really want my immune system to deal with the big guys, Mm -hmm. the cancers, the infections, the autoimmune diseases, the shingles. I don't want them to be used up on food sensitivities. So that's why I choose to eliminate those foods. 
It's a really good way of looking at it. So, for instance, if you are sensitive to gluten and you're eating gluten on a regular basis, your immune system is constantly being heightened. It's like your immune system is on overdrive. And that is extremely stressful to the body and really just going to lead to overall lowered immune function. So what are some common reactions that occur if you're sensitive to a food? Yeah, they're all different for different people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes an outbreak of eczema or maybe it's bloating. Um, Some people get a headache. Uh, Depression can happen. Um, Low energy may occur. Maybe you get hives, diarrhea. Those are some common reactions. Well, when I eat dairy, my scalp gets really itchy and then I get an outbreak in acne so those are not fun (laughs) and I hadn't had gluten in so long I had no idea how I even reacted to it until about a month ago I was told something at a restaurant was gluten-free finds out it was not so that day I had terrible cramps and diarrhea which was was not fun and I always I mean, here's a different way to look at it. I always tell my clients, even if that stuffy nose or that itchy scalp isn't that bothersome for you, imagine what could be happening inside your body. When you're eating those things. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, Brittany, I think we should take a third break here. I think so, too. So, June 20th is officially the first day of summer. That is coming up quickly. Very exciting. But with summer comes a lot of get-togethers, a lot of cabin trips, and I often get asked, what are some strategies for Mm. events like this? Mm -hmm. So, the first thing I always say, come up with a plan. Yes, it takes some preparing, some thoughtfulness, but if you go to a barbecue, for instance, without a plan, You might find yourself getting into those cupcakes a little bit. (laughs) So if you can, ask the host or hostess what they're serving. So then you can help to develop a better plan and you know what kind of options you have. Then I would always suggest offering to bring something. Bring something balanced and healthy, of course, so you know there's just one more good option for you. So I often make a veggie salad like the crunchy uh, broccoli salad recipe that we have Hmm. on our website on weightandwellness.com. So broccoli, grapes, bacon, mayonnaise, all delicious ingredients. So stay tuned. Can't go wrong with those. No, you really can't. So stay tuned because after the break, Kate is going to share some of her strategies as well. Call us at 651-641-1071 if you have questions for us today. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're here today talking about how to strengthen your immune system, and I'm Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor, and I'm here with Brittany Thomas, who's a registered dietitian. Before the break, Brittany was sharing some strategies for eating at summer parties and events. So one thing I always recommend to my clients is sometimes eat something balanced Mm -hmm. before you go. Maybe it's a protein shake or a couple of uh, deli meat roll-ups with cream cheese and a dill pickle in the center. Or maybe it's just a large bowl of chili. But also, you know, with summer parties usually come summer drinks. Mm -hmm. 
So many alcoholic beverages are really high in sugar. And if you're going to have an adult beverage, one thing you can do is mix a glass of dry wine with a half a glass or mix a half a glass of dry wine with a half a glass of sparkling water, just plain old sparkling water. Add some berries or fruit of your choice. It looks very festive Mm -hmm. and, you know, you can participate with everyone else. That is a fabulous idea. Yeah. So, you know, before we went to break, we were talking about ways that the immune system gets stressed by food sensitivities. And one of the things that I think is kind of curious, two of the main stressors are gluten and dairy, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, But in order to strengthen your immune system, I think we have to have a clearer picture of where the heck is this immune system? (laughs) Can you explain, Brittany? I used to wonder about that, too. Well, 70 to 80% of your immune system is actually located in your intestinal tract. Pretty crazy to think about. So right there in your intestinal tract, there's good bacteria. That's known as probiotics. And there's also bad bacteria, things like E. coli or strep. And of course, we want a lot more good bacteria. So think of those probiotics as your immune system warriors. The word probiotic comes from Latin, pro meaning and the Greek word biotic means life. So these probiotics basically are for life or they're life-giving. So probiotics will help to promote a healthy life. So those probiotics such as bifidobacteria are going to help keep bad bacteria, viruses, and other toxins in check. So how do you know you have enough of these good guys in your gut? (laughs) When I'm meeting with clients, I always have two questions for them which gives me an idea of their strength of their immune system. Were you born a vaginal birth and were you breastfed? Good questions. Believe it or not, those the answer to those two questions will affect your health I mean, even as an adult. Absolutely. Because oh. usually those babies born vaginally and were breastfed have stronger immune function. It really goes back to those probiotics, the immune system warriors. You know, your first opportunity to get some of these probiotics is going through your, bro- your mother's birth canal. The babies will get coated with bacteria, those good bacteria, going through the vaginal tract. Well, and the second opportunity is to get the good bacteria is from your mother's breast milk. Mm-hmm. The other scenario, which is what happened to me and I think is also very common, I was born a vaginal birth. I was breastfed, mm-hmm. but I was on antibiotics at a very young age. Yep. I had ear infections. Oh, dear. And yes, those antibiotics are often necessary and at any age can be very detrimental, but even more so as a child because those antibiotics wipe out not only the bad, but also the good guys, too. There was a study published in a journal, Cell Host and Microbe, in 2015 that suggests the possibility of developing long-term health issues in adulthood for kids and infants who were treated with antibiotics. And the main author, who was from the University of Minnesota, Dan Knight, says, over the past year, we've synthesized hundreds of studies and found evidence of strong correlations between antibiotic use and the changes in gut bacteria and then diseases in adulthood. It goes on further by noting that the changes in your gut bacteria of the kids who were prescribed antibiotics make them much more vulnerable to infections, colds, flus, ear infections, allergies, autoimmune disorders, 
even obesity later in life. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of you are having an aha moment because this may explain why you've always struggled with your immune function. So obviously, as an adult, we cannot control what happened to us as an infant or even before we were born, but it is absolutely never too late to heal your gut and get more of those probiotics in there. Absolutely. You know, you can do it with foods, like fermented foods, um, miso soup, sauerkraut, kimchi, yogurt. But I know a lot of people aren't huge fans of that. Yeah, that's very true. So trying (laughs) to eat those fermented foods daily is a really good idea. But even if you're doing that, I think everybody can benefit from a probiotic supplement. I agree. Because the reality is there's so many factors, environmental factors that kill off the good bacteria. I mentioned antibiotics, but also sugar, chlorine in our water, even alcohol. But in addition, you know, I always think of another great vitamin that's a strengthener for the immune system, and that's vitamin D. Really Mm -hmm. important. It is so important. So even though it's often referred to as the sunshine vitamin, it's actually not a vitamin. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the active form of vitamin D that your body makes and vitamin D3 as a supplement is one of the most important hormones in your body. You know, there there are studies that tell us a lot about vitamin D and strengthening um, immune response. Um, It's pretty important to know your vitamin D level. We'd like to see it between 50 and 80. And usually we would suggest a safe dose during the winter of about 5,000 IUs, but during the summer, maybe 2,000 IUs. Mm -hmm. Really, really important to get that checked. So... Let's recap a few important points we covered today. So start thinking about strengthening your immune system as more of a mindset and attitude. All right. You know, we also learned that some common foods can stress your immune system. Sugar slows it up for five hours. And for some of us, gluten and dairy products can weaken our immune system. We need to be eating enough protein like chicken, fish, eggs to strengthen our immune system. That's an important one. Yes, it is. Yeah. And you remember, your gut houses most of your immune system. Having enough probiotics like bifido in your gut is going to support it. And your blood levels of vitamin D should be between 50 and 80 to support a healthy, strong immune system. Well, we want to thank you for spending time with us listening to Dishing Up Nutrition today? If you found this show interesting, we'll share it with a friend or a family member. Our message each week is how eating real food supports your health. It's really a simple but powerful, life-changing message. But be sure to mark your calendars for the same time next week to listen to Leah, Teresa, and Nell Calls. They're going to talk about making a commitment to your health. See you then. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.